I'm strapped up. Nothing. What was that about? Let's make the fight happen. We strapped the fuck up. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, we're back again. It's episode 64 of a Strap Season podcast to join them for. I'm your boy Cam. I'm your boy Flows. And my usual plug the socials before the episode starts. Make sure you check us out on all the uh, streaming platforms that's Strap Season Pod or Strap Season Podcast or on Instagram or Twitter. Make sure you check us out. There's a link in the bio there. And that has a link to all of our links on all the platforms, whether it's, you know, YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, etc. It's all there, so you can find it. Check out Twitter and Instagram bios. Like, subscribe, share, all of that good stuff. But yeah, let's dive straight into this episode, bro. Um, another weekend of you know some good action. Um, what should we start? Should we start with home, like we tend to? We start with yeah, you know over here at home. home. Let's start at home. Fam, we, fam, we've seen a flipping shocker, mate. We've seen an absolute shocker. Um, Damn, I didn't see this coming. coming? <laughs> I don't think anyone saw this one coming, dog. Um, Kid Galahad, damn. Um, his short reign is over. <laughs> <laughs> what, what can I say, man? Um, oh, man. Um, Kid Galahad versus Kiko Martinez. We thought it would be an easy title defense. He's just won this title. This is a title that Galahad's been striving for for years. You know, he's working hard. He's worked for this. He, he really has. He's worked for this mm. title shot. Finally got it, won it in wonderful fashion against Jazza Dickens. We're thinking against Kiko Martinez, who is, yes, a wily old competitor, been around the block, but jaded. You know, too many miles on the clock. Ten losses, I think, right? You know, he's, he's, he's been, yeah. he's, what, 35, 36? Never really won at world level. Never, never really. I mean, he's been champion before, but I think it was a short sort of reign. Like I said, he won it and then lost it next time, I think. But he's he's always been around that level, but not been able to get over that hurdle into like the world class elite bracket. Yeah. So here we are thinking, yep, routine title defense. I think it's a mandatory, right? So we'll do this, and then boom, off to bigger and better unifications and whatnot. So was it a mandatory? Or was it voluntary? Was it voluntary defense? Yeah. That, is, that makes it even <laughs> makes it even people, bro. Um, you're you're thinking in Sheffield, home crowd. Everyone rooting for you. And the, the fight itself, it was over in seven rounds or six, six rounds. rounds. Yeah. For five of those rounds, I'm seeing Kigala had comfortable. On top, he started quite me. Like he started like he was looking to knock this guy out. Um, I think normally Kigala had a bit of a slow starter. Sometimes he, he likes to, you know, take his time to warm up to fighters and whatnot. But he's going on the front foot early and he's looking to enforce the fact that one, he's the bigger man, two, he's the class in the ring at the time. And just three, yeah, he's just a better person, better. And yeah, he's going to try and get this Kiko guy out of here. So he started super authoritative, which I want to see, um, and just looking to take care of business quick and easy. And yeah, like I said, man, he was comfortable in my opinion. I don't know what he's looking to everyone else's, but for me, I'm thinking there's no there's no trouble here, you know. It's only a matter of time. Kiko Galahad's hitting him with the bigger shots, the better shots. He's doing the better work in there. Kiko Martinez, obviously, we know he's tough. Tough as old boots, so he's not someone who's going to lie down easy. But he was getting, he was losing the fight, in my opinion. I thought I had Kid Galahad comfortably ahead. And then out of nowhere, bro, to me, look, it's out of nowhere. Fifth round, end of, end of the fifth, just, just like five seconds towards the end of the fifth. He's caught Galahad with a peach of a shot down the pipe. Uh, no, it was overhand right. It, was, it wasn't yeah. that, it was, it was overhand right. Just, yeah, Galahad sloppy, um, hands down. Uh, and my mind's hit with the overhand right, clocked him, dropped him, and Galahad's legs were gone. Gone, gone, gone. And he was so fortunate that it was only five seconds left in the end of the round. He was able to survive and make it to his corner. But yeah, he that 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 shot there was a peach of a shot. I don't even know if is Kiko Martinez even known for his power like that. So well, he, he, he's a, he, he comes he, forward. He, yeah, he, it's he's a pit bull. He like he's a yeah. yeah. He comes forward. 
it's mad because I think Darren Barker was highlighting it that um, Barry King Galahad kept going back in straight lines with his chin up. Um, and as a, a recent guest of ours <laughs> mentioned, <laughs> you got to move in circles or move in side to side as a defensive motion. Defensive motion, yep. Yeah. Moving <laughs> yeah. back in straight lines and someone who's coming forward. And we know Kiko Martinez knew he had to knock him out because he was getting pieced up in there. But yeah. He still he was getting more confident as the fight went on. He was going, he was still working, yeah. trying to go to the body, trying to land that overhand, right? Yeah. And I don't know if Barry switch hitting helped him out there because he kept changing stances. And I mean, but that is something that's that's his style. That's that's, that's, that's something that is that comes with Kid Galahad. He's yeah. he's a known switcher. Like that's that's not even like out of the ordinary for him. He loves yeah, to I do know. that. Yeah. I just don't think it helped him there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I mean, like, I think we've, I'm, we've looking, I'm looking to reasons to why. Because I think you've highlighted before sometimes. Then fighters when they switch hit, um, they would switch to another stance and look worse sometimes. So you know, not even like sometimes struggle. So yeah, yeah. I've highlighted before that um, yeah. a lot of fighters try to switch hit and thing and not even yeah. <laughs> They, they, they it always work for them because you know fights. you switch to confuse your opponent and to gain some advantage but some of these fighters are just yeah. doing it to show they can switch it I yeah. swear they're just doing it to show you look what I can do I can honestly they're not even doing that as a tactic, used to do that bit as well <laughs> tactic, bit. for no reason he'll do it it's not even a tactical move or nothing it's just a show, yeah. show off like yeah look, 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 look at me flexing I'm switching mm. who does it well is someone like Terrence Crawford he yep. does it brilliantly um, yeah but even sometimes I'm like, there's no need to do it this time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. You just look at that. And obviously, end of the fifth, he gets dropped by a big right hand. Mm. And it was the last, near, near enough, the last punch of the fifth. And as we see, um, he was on shaky legs, huge shaky legs. And he never recovered because he's gone back to his corner. You're thinking, okay, you know, fighters, powers of recovery and whatnot. Um, but, you know, you know, be able to beat the, you know, he obviously beat the, he beat the, uh, he was able to make it to the end of the final, um, not the final, but the bell for the fifth, and to the sixth, you'll figure, okay, hopefully he's recovered. Let's see if he has recovered, if his legs have looked okay. Brother, Kiko Martins has come out, one punch straight down the pipe, dropped him again, my man's fat on his back. Head bounced Star- off the canvas. Head bounced against Starfish. You know, I've said, you know, I've said it before, when you see a fighter, apart from Tyson Fury that time, when you see a fighter like that laid out on their back, staring into, staring, staring into the ceiling, it's done. It's done. Finish it. The ref didn't even count. The ref <laughs> it's when the head bounces off the canvas. Boom. <laughs> Back off. Yeah, yeah, It's peak. It's peak. In fact, that, that head bounce probably did the most damage. <laughs> That's when what really collapsed him. But um, the ref didn't even count. The ref just waved it off. It was done. Yeah. It was, he see, was gone. You see Martinez celebration. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man went to... Man was, uh, <laughs> oh, I uh, what a moment uh, for him, though, because obviously he was brought over... Let's be real. He was brought over here to lose. He's, he's a matching fighter, to be fair. He's a huh? sign of matching. He's a matching yeah. fighter. I yeah, mean, yeah, so. yeah. Um, but he was brought over here to lose. But I'm kind of happy for him at the same time because the last time he was over here, remember the Zelfa Barrett fight, yeah. where I think a lot of people felt he won that fight. But he was, you know, obviously, they gave it to Zelfa. Close fight. Um, but yeah, a lot of people were saying he got robbed, etc. I think I even, I think both of us even said that Zelfa lost that fight. I think he. Could. I don't think too many people were saying he got robbed. I think people, a lot of people, were saying he struggled and whatnot. Mm. Um, I think people weren't happy with the scorecards as such. Yeah, I, I know there was I one. Thought, I, I me, and, that, me and you thought we. I, I definitely thought he lost. Yeah, Zelf, I think yeah. there was a knockdown that weren't counted. Yeah, because the ropes kept Zelfa up. Mm-hmm. So yes, like you say, I'm, yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of happy for Kiko in terms of in, in that in that yeah. When you look at it in that way, it does seem like it's you know he's been rewarded. I guess after that tough, tough decision that went against him. Um, I'm just shocked, man, because obviously Galahad is someone that I really rate. And the way he dismantled Jasper Dickens and broke him down was a top, top performance. And I just didn't see it coming. I really don't, especially to Kiko. Like, I'm known, like I said, no knock to Kiko. He's been there for a long time, but he, like, he, like I said, he's tough as old boots, but at the same time, he's got a lot of mileage on the clock. And I really expect, and to be fair, Galahad was piecing him up. He was piecing up in there. It just, yeah, man, we just saw, he, he got, just like with White Pervetkin, it's almost shades of White Pervetkin. We've just seen someone have a punch from the gods and it's changed the fight and that's boxing for you, man. One punch can really, really change a contest, man. It's nuts. It's really nuts. But that's, it's, 
It's a big offer. I, kick, I hear that, but Povetkin's one was <laughs> like a hail mary. This one, I feel like he was trying to set up, and he was trying to close that gap to get that shot mm. off, and it finally worked. Mm. Uh, but yeah, like you say, from the first round, it looked like that fight could have been over quickly. Yeah, Gallagher came out like a train. He hurt him a few times. Yep. Piecing them up, like you say, but um, I just think as the fight was going on, Kiko felt was gaining a bit more confidence and trying to close that gap a bit more. Mm. And he got he got to him, which is yeah, it's mad. Mm. Huge, huge for Spanish boxing and the, massive. I mean, they're thriving. Yeah, you you know he's you know obviously he's in his corner. He's got the the great Sergio Gabriel Martinez. Yeah, in his corner, and he he said beforehand that he he feels like Kiko Martinez is the greatest Spanish boxer of all time. Oh, um, yeah, Sergio gave him that moniker. So, you know, I, I'm assuming he's highly respected in Spain and whatnot. And yeah, it's a massive, massive win for them. Obviously, the Sandor Martin win yeah. as well recently as well is huge for them as well. So yeah, Spain, obviously they got a little something coming up, man. They're doing, they're doing quite well. Yeah, man. I know this was Eddie's, definitely bigger though. Yeah, one hundred percent. He was bro. He was brought over here to lose. It's just a standard. Oh, bring Kiko in. He will give you a tough fight. You know, he won't come and run away. He will come forward, exciting, etc. But Barry is the yeah. class, which we expected. And he was showing he was the class in there. But he got caught bad, man. And he just could, he did not recover from the overhand right, man. And yeah, man. Kind of upset in that division in a minute. <coughs> Lara smashed up Warrington. Yeah. Last year. Yeah, 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 yeah. True. Uh, Lee would be as you can. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, these guys will be, be a lot of matchroom guys. A, a lot of matchroom Donnies are getting smashed up in the division still. They're getting upset. Because don't forget Warrington is now matchroom. Yeah. Um, obviously Galahad's matchroom. Yeah, but so is uh Kiko because you know he has yeah. he does his Spain cards as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Matchroom, yeah, yeah. matchroom Spain, yeah, yeah. So it's it's yeah, Eddie Hearns eating regardless of <laughs> of this one, they'll run it back. <laughs> If, yeah, if, I, I don't. I haven't checked in terms of. Yeah, I haven't checked in terms. Yeah, yeah, I haven't checked in terms of like the rebound. Obviously, knowing her, obviously there must there probably is a rematch clause. I'm assuming there is, so we'll probably see. I mean, yeah, you're right. It's good for her, man. We're gonna get we're getting two good rematches soon. Obviously, AJ Usyk, and we're gonna get this as well. Two nice little rematches coming up. Um, but yeah, I'm just because I I just know how hard, you know how Kid Galahad is in terms of his demeanor and. He, he's very much it's the world against me so I've got to prove everyone wrong and he worked so hard obviously to get this title I'm just so surprised that he, he lost it so in such a quick devastating fashion man like damn that's peak it's funny for the rivalry did, between him and Warrington I was saying, did, 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 did Warrington say something because I know Warrington's beat Kiko I've, I've not seen anything I haven't from seen Warrington I've seen Carl Frampton um, put up a post praising um, Kiko yeah, the time. Uh, I haven't seen anything from Warrington. He can't talk because Galahad was very, <laughs> very um, yeah. He was um, yeah, hum- humble respectful. And respectful yeah, 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 when he lost, so um, he d- he then chat. <laughs> but yeah, it's always good to see an upset. Um, like what's Kiko thirty five? Did we say yeah, thirty five, thirty six still. Yeah, so um, yeah, please for him, please for Spanish boxing. Um, good win. Yeah, we're always entertaining as well. Where you almost see, you almost feel like a card's one sided, and then or a fight's one sided, and an upset happens like that. Yeah, crazy, crazy, man. Um, yeah, I don't know, he must be devastated, he must be livid, in fact, with himself. But yeah, he'll be given the opportunity to run it back. And yeah, now, my, I mean, just once again, it's like a Cinderella story for my, um, not for Martin, for Kiko. Um, because like I said, he's been around the block, man, for a long, long time, he's been about. Let's and, he, yeah. <laughs> and he's lost to all like the, I guess the guys that are considered like decent and top tier in it. So yeah, huge, huge win. It's just it went for the point. It was a bro, this was a serious knockout, you know. Like it's a yeah. bad knockout. Like it wasn't even like a like a random like corner stoppage. Like this was he he had my mind flat out. Yeah. Serious, serious knockout, man. Um yeah, um big win that and Let's 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 uh, segue to the undercard because there was a big win on the undercard as well. Women's boxing, you know, it's exciting. Mm. Terry Harper defended, tried to defend her title against uh, American Alicia Baumgardner. I think I'm saying that right. And I'll try to remember the last time I saw this. Someone get she got stopped on her feet. <laughs> David Price got stopped. David on his Price, feet. yeah. <laughs> 
Um, in, in the sense that, first of all, this Bama girl in the chick is sick. <laughs> like, from, from around one, she was, look, she was sticking, sticking it on Terry Harper and catching up with crisp combinations and talking to her as well whilst doing it. Like, you may see that. <laughs> that, that brash American way, like, she was, she was on her. But the stoppage itself, like, <laughs> this girl froze. <laughs> Terry Harper froze. Like, yeah. fully, like, like she, ain't, she didn't move back. <laughs> Full of mannequin, like I thought, wow. Yeah. I, I, I was even like, I was like, huh, what's going on here? And she sort of froze and turned away. And then bounce gun has come here again. <laughs> and then the referees yeah. jumped in. Um, yeah, fully stopped in her tracks and stopped on her feet, man. It was um, a beautiful shot. <laughs> really, really good shot. And they said that this bounce guardian chick had power. And I could see it. Like she was hitting Terry with some big, big shots. Um, yeah, man, I, I guess that was also an upset. That, yeah, it was an upset because um, Terry was a champion and highly regarded and whatnot. And this Bam Gardner chick has come in and sort of blown her away, man. Really has blown her away. So Stopped huge. in the third, was it third or fourth round? Fourth, fourth round, round I, think, I think it was. I think it was the fourth. Man. Well, I, I, I do want to say, remember last year I said um, we had the Jonas Terry Harper fight. Yes. And I thought and Jonas you thought Jonas won that. Yeah. 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 Jonas was, Jonas we, was robbed. So what are you saying? Karma, yeah? Just just as well for Terry. Um, yeah. Um, I think, no, I don't want to say she's overrated because she has some skills, but um, um, this Balm Gardner is someone, uh, she's obviously got the TL. <laughs> Very excited now. People just playing her. I'm seeing Manda say she's the greatest boxer of all, female boxer of all time. The thing is, I've, I've, I've been saying because you're on Twitter you can follow women's boxing like you could choose the actual yeah. yeah 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 so the, she's someone who pops up on the TL a lot I, I'm sure she does her, she just posted selfies of herself I'm, 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 I'm sure she does bro <laughs> I'm in tune now I've never, <laughs> never seen a fight of hers I've never seen anything but I see it she's active on Twitter she... so I saw when she, when she got the shot she's like she posted DMs of Eddie Hearn sending her You've got the shot, you're in. Yeah. And then she was like, she's ready. Yeah. This was only recently as well. So yeah. Yeah. So she's jumped in, done her thing. Yeah. And she's someone will be keeping in tune with the on the boxing aspect, definitely now. Amanda been tuning in for other reasons, but oh, <laughs> we're I, fully I, 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 I got brothers telling me they've they've watched all their fights now. <laughs> <laughs> Today they watched every single one of our fights. Oh, wow. Dedication, yeah. <laughs> nah, shout uh, out to her, man. She she did her thing, man. She looked really good in there, man. Really, really good from a boxing perspective, man. She looks sick, yeah. fast, strong, crisp combinations. I liked what I saw for sure. I like the brashness as well. Like, you, how are you gonna pop someone and they be chatting to them after you pop, after you piece them up? I feel like obviously I love that kind of stuff in it. So, shout out to her, man. The American women boxers are so cold, man. They're sick, man. They put their charisma is hard. Like I prefer them to the men. <laughs> yeah, they're all they're all verbals, they're all chatting, and they're all, they're all scrapping as well. Trust, man. I, I like, respect it. On Twitter, you see, um, what's her name, Michaela Mayer as yep. well. She's chatting. Yeah. And they, they all want the smoke. Yeah, so all of them. To see. It's, yeah. it's entertaining. Yeah, but, yeah. for sure. Man, um, if you're not in tune with the women's boxing, get in tune. Because keep saying that each time, man, on, on this pod, on this platform, we keep saying, like, it's no joke. Like, these women come to fight. It's, it's war from round one to round ten most of the time. And it's exciting, man. It really is. There's no rhino. There's no ducking. They're all fighting each other. They're all unifying. You know, it's title shot after title shot. It's so, Champions so sick, champion. man. It's so sick. I can't praise it enough, man. They're putting men to shame. I've said it before. I've said it before and I'll keep saying it, man. Shout out to them, man. They're doing their thing. Um, yeah. yeah. I actually wanted to say as well. Yeah, go on. <laughs> I see people getting onto Eddie Hurd saying, ah, uh, they're laughing at him that he's lost two champions and this and that. I was like, you guys mm. need to realise the promoter don't lose. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> eats, B. Everybody eats, B. <laughs> like, the people are... Uh, Celebrating Galahad losing and Terry Harper losing to spite Eddie Hearn, it doesn't make sense to me. Don't you realize like, that uh, there will be rematches and it's more money when you run it back? Like, yeah. It doesn't, doesn't make And even if, let's say, could Galahad loses the rematch, who do you think he's gonna? Who do you think he's gonna pick up, pick up Kiko? <laughs> exactly. If, if you think, they, as uh, you said, headline show in Spain, headline show in Spain, done. Exactly. It's more, it's more, if Alessio wins the rematch now, who mm. do you think he's picking up? As part of his, his camp, exactly. It's a list, so you don't lose here. People, 
we've weird on, on social media saying, haha, Eddie Hearn's lost his... These aren't even cash cows for him. These are people he's trying to build up really. Yeah. Team. So he ain't losing anything. So if, if you're celebrating people's loss despite the promoter, you're bugging. You're, flogging, <laughs> you're, fight, you're fighting a losing battle there. Yeah. For he's sure. He's going to eat regardless. Yeah. 100. 100%. Um, all right. Let's um, fly over to the States. Uh, let's start with... We'll go Jaime Munguia yeah, yeah. versus Gabe Rosado, yeah? Um, this fight was actually pretty damn exciting, I must say. Um, mm. And I had a feeling it would be. Uh, of, obviously, off Gabe Rosado's most recent performances, especially the knockout win against Beck the Bully, he's in good form. Um, and obviously, Jaime Munguia is an exciting fighter anyways. So I didn't expect Rosado to lay down. I did expect him to. Lo- I did expect him to lose, which he did. Yeah. But I expected him to be quite competitive in portions in there, and he was. Um, I want to talk about Jaime first. Uh, obviously, Jaime Munguia is someone I guess we've spoken about a couple of times in this pod. We're fans of him. We like him. Um, he's got potential to go far. Um, and I guess from performances, what you normally see from Jaime. I've always said, man, going forward, he's super exciting to watch him. Like, really, really good to watch. But, yeah, fighting on the front foot is his strength. Not so much the back foot stuff. He isn't the best on the back foot. And when, I think we've spoke about as well, like, his weaknesses are, I guess, he gets hit quite a lot. Um, Because he's so forward thinking and because he likes to throw quick, furious combinations, he leaves himself open to being countered and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I think we've just said before, just you know, for him, he just needs to work on his defense a little bit, better head movement, basically, better body movement, just to because obviously nothing will be in a front foot fighter, but you see how Canelo does it, for example, he's on the front foot, but he's moving his head all the time, so he's harder to hit cleanly. And there were portions in yesterday's fight where I did see that from Jaime. I was pretty impressed actually. His head movement in the earlier rounds was pretty good. Um, for me, I thought so anyways, compared to what I've seen of him previously. Um, and yeah, he wasn't making himself the easiest target in the early portions of the fight anyways. Um, so yeah, I was yeah I was happy with what I saw in terms of head movement-wise. Obviously, he did fall into his older habits as the fight went on. And he was, a, he was caught with a few big shots from Gabe. Uh, one thing about Rosado is he's got really good timing, Gabe Rosado. Um, his time is pretty good and he was able to catch Jaime a couple times with some big shots but Jaime was able to obviously was able to ride them well and it didn't really he wasn't really in trouble too tough throughout the fight but it was competitive in the sense that it wasn't a beatdown but obviously Jaime to me clearly won in terms of he landed the better shots his combination punching is so sick Jaime like he's really really good at throwing off combinations from an attacking perspective, man, it's really, like I said, he's a really good defensive fighter. Um, but yeah, there were times when Gabe would fire back and it would turn to a bit of a slugfest in portions. Like they were both throwing combinations back and Gabe will have a little, little moments in each round where he's active and competitive and you're thinking, oh, and the crowd's on their feet. And then Jaime will sort of, obviously, overwhelm him with a barrage of punches. But yeah, there was enough of Gabe in there to show that it wasn't a... Beat down, beat down. Obviously, you can clearly say that Jaime won, but Gabe was still in the fight throughout. So that's why it was pretty exciting, in my opinion. Yeah, it was a good fight. Um, mm. We know Gabe, Gabe Rosado, when, when he's taking a beating, that's when he fights his best. Mm. <laughs> he fights his best when he's been knocked down a few times, mm. <laughs> beat up early on. That's when yeah. he does his best work. And like we say with Jaime, um, yeah, defensively, his defense is his offense. So, yeah. His combinations, his front... He, he, Staying on the front foot almost. Always, yeah. Um, and Gabe, Gabe um, he's, a, he's a wily old professional as well. He's, he's been there a few times. You can see he was trying to bully Jaime a few times, push him, rough yeah. him up. Yeah. Um, but what he was trying to do was throw, throw with um, Jaime. So Jaime, yeah. when he gets off his combinations, he stays there. Yeah. He doesn't, he doesn't go in and out. He stays there. Yeah. And if, he, if he Gabe throws with him and throws that one big right hand. Or Which one is what he counter, was trying. Yeah. That's what he was trying to do. And the, one, there was one actually, land, and if he rocks him, then he follows up and tries to yeah. unload on him. But he, he had a bit of success doing that, but he was taking a beating for most parts. Yeah, 
that was the issue that he was getting caught too many times. And there was even one time that same shot he hit, he got Beck the bully with when I think when Beck tried to dip and he caught him low. He's done that. Do you see it when he did it with yeah, thingy really? and he just yeah, so- missed it? And you saw he went. <laughs> I mean, he was like, ooh, so close. Like, if I had landed, that would have really hurt. Like, he was so close to getting it. He was looking for that shot. But he's good at, I think, Rosado tried to set traps from early. Yeah. I guess when he stayed in the pocket with him and obviously my man was throwing off his combinations, he's open. So then that's when he tried to then time him to catch him with a big bomb. But yeah. it just, yeah, he caught him sometimes. But I guess Jaime's chin is obviously a lot better than Beck the Bullies. Let's give it. Let's say, yeah, the chin, Jaime's chin is good. Because he got caught because with some he, big shots, and he never looked hurt. He Even never looked he hurt. Look to me. hurt yeah, he would respond immediately with with, with punches yeah. of his own. Exactly. He would yeah. Immediately, so it's yeah. not like ah, oh, he's hurt. Let me jump on him. Yeah. It's like oh, I caught him, but damn, I've I've got to ball up again. <laughs> I've got to cover mm. up because he's letting these hands go still. So it was an entertaining fight, and yeah, it must have been it must have been a tough fight for him because this guy was experienced. He was strong. Yeah. He was taking his punches. He was there for the full 12 and he was there pushing him, grabbing him. Yeah. <laughs> when he took him down and wrestled him. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Jack Reese is a good referee, man. I just wait. Yeah. But there was, wait, there was one time, though, he was moving mad, though. Do you remember when... um? Oh, there was one time where... Wait, he they, they, the bell went too early. Yeah, yeah. yeah he, he jumped he, in yeah. and, and, he, and then he, he admonished Rosado because Rosado was punching still. Yeah. But Reese was trying to, like... I think Reese thought he heard the bell. Yeah, he did so he's bell. jumped in between them and he's had to go at him saying, well, when the bell goes, you stop punching. But the bell had the bell actually gone. gone. The, yeah, bell the bell had bell just run. Yeah. So that, I, was like, I, was like, I was like, what's he doing, man? He's moving mad. But apart from that, his refereeing was good. Like he let them yeah. fight on the inside. He let them sort of do their thing kind of thing. So yeah, man. But yeah, that, that was a bit weird to me. But yeah, error. He's I, old. I wanted, to, I wanted to ask you because <laughs> I think um, before the Danny Jacobs and Gabe Rosado fight, yeah. You were very critical of seeing Gabe Rosado back in the ring. You said he's not competitive. <laughs> you wanted him gone. I was and, killing that matchup. Yeah, 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 I remember. And that fight was a stinker, to be honest. But Shocking fight. He, he arguably potentially won that. Even though in he- fact, I think I gave just about gave to Danny, but really and truly, the fact that it was like that and that close, Gabe should have got it. Because, <laughs> no, nah, I'm sorry. There's just like, come on, man. Like, yeah, yeah it was it was terrible. But, Awful but fight. since then, he's been... That he's been boxing and, really well, yeah. And he's been competitive in this fight. Yeah. Is he someone you still like to see in the ring? Or you know what? Still- I, you know what? I, I can admit if I'm wrong. And, you know, he's still got life in him, Gabe. Clearly. Yeah. I think he's been boxing really, really well. He's changed styles. Before, mm. Gabe used to be all action, front foot, blah, blah. How He will go to have a war with you. Yeah. And since, obviously, I guess since the L's and I guess wear and tear in age, he's become, tried to become more of a refined boxer puncher. Yeah, more uh, savvy in the ring. More, a lot more savvy in the ring, using the jab better, etc. And I think the shift in stars has really worked for him. It really has. And he's actually quite, I actually like him. Like, he's a likable character outside the, outside the back of the ring. I like his interviews and whatnot. So, yeah, I don't actually think he's finished like that. He's still... Obviously, I don't think he's world level, elite level. He's not going to win the title, mm. but he can still be a good opponent for someone that's up and coming or someone that's a contender around. Because that Beck the Bully was someone they were trying to push as the next guy. You know, yeah. like he wasn't meant to lose. He wasn't meant to be Beck, and he knocked him out badly. Like, yeah. like it was a bad knockout. So, yeah, man, there's still life in the old dog. Um, I take back what I said at least partly, anyways, in terms of him being finished. And I don't want to see him in the ring again. I can. Yeah. He's, he's in good fights, Gabe. So shout out to him. Yeah, that was an enjoyable one. It's, yeah. How long has he been with Freddie Roach? Um, Not too sure. Um, I know he was with him with Beck. Yeah. I'm trying to think, was he with him with Danny I Jacobs? I don't think he well? was with him with Danny Jacobs, though. Yeah, I don't think so. So I, I think maybe it's from then. So, yeah. um, good fight, man. I enjoyed it. And let's, I, we saw some improvements with Jaime, like you said earlier. Yeah. Um, yeah. He did fall into his old man. ways, but it happens obviously when you're in that kind of barnstormer I guess it's easy to just say bun it let's have a tear up kind of thing and he's never the type to turn on a tear up you know he loves to come forward he's a real come forward guy Um, he's never been comfortable on the back foot Jaime Um, but for some people maybe like you said that you know the best defense is offense just stay on the front foot if you can and do your thing it works for him it works for him yeah it does work for him man his his combination punching is so sick so so crisp and sharp yeah man I think any other like a lot of other people would have would have been stopped 
so credit to Gabe. He's a, he's a warrior, clearly, because he took some big shots in there and yeah. he kept coming. Expert at taking a beating, man. <laughs> I said, you're rude. He's, he's how he says I was a pro at getting get beat up. You're, when you're you get beat up, he fights better. Yeah. Honestly, this guy will get knocked some, down and come back. Some, some fighters are like that. Some fighters, they, yeah. they, they have to get hurt so you see the real them. Yeah. He knows how to take a punch, man. <laughs> Golovkin was beating the brakes off him. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they say, they say he hasn't been the same since that Golovkin fight because that Golovkin fight was peak for him. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, no, no cuts this fight, which is good to see from him. Yeah. Cut, yeah, so. yeah. 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 As long as his health is still calm. Since, he's, he's, since he changed styles, he doesn't get his cut as much. Yeah. Before, like I said, this guy will come to war every fight, bro. Um, but yeah. Yeah, nah. Um, I know he was quite unhappy with the scorecards. He said they were too wide. But I do think Mungia clearly won if you watch it. It wasn't yeah. a robbery or nothing. Mungia was a clear, it was just, he was competitive, which was, yeah. was which was, I guess, surprising for a lot of people, which, but he was super competitive, which is great. So yeah, it's just a surprisingly enjoyable fight. I didn't think I would enjoy it as much as I did, but I was like, ooh, I said, this is a really, really enjoyable fight. Um, cool. Do you have a fight that, biggish fight that was, someone say, God, is a big character in the fight, but it wasn't a big fight, it was obviously the David Benavidez fight as well that was on. Um, he was meant to fight Jose's category. Obviously, that fell through due to the ped thing. So, he got a late replacement in Kyron Davis. Um, yeah, um, this one was kind of as I expected. Um, David Benavides kind of battered this guy. Um, but Kyron, you know, it's one of them ones where, you know, when you have a stubborn object in front of you, that was what Kyron Davis was on the night. Like, even though he was taking a beating, and getting you know pieced up, he was still hanging in there and still trying to counter when he could and still trying to land his own shots when he could, despite clearly being overmatched and despite be, you know losing on every scorecard. You know when someone just got that heart that they, they, they don't want to go anywhere. Oh, that's okay. that, yeah, that's sort of what it was. Um, so it's not something not, not you take from away from this one really. I think this it was stopped in the seventh. Um, Davis is a corner through the towel. Was it this guy was not going to throw him. He was he was not, he had no quitting him. He was still there, and the crowd was enjoying it. I guess because you're seeing the guy beat someone up, but at the same time, every now and again, the opponent would throw some shots and show that they're still within the fight. So, but yeah, not much you can take away because obviously it was a late replacement. You took it on, took it on a week's notice. I think he wasn't expected to win. David Benavidez is much much the bigger guy, much the heavier puncher. Same old Benavidez in the sense that. Um, once again, another, another fighter that's a lot better in the front foot, like is a pure front foot, front foot fighter. Yeah. He throws beautiful combinations as well, man. Fast, beautiful, hard combinations. Um, and yeah, you know, that's what you can take. That's what I can take away from this one, man. It wasn't really anything substantial I could take away. I guess we can sort of talk about the comments after. That was kind of important. Um, as expected, call that Canelo. Uh, well, I think the question, Jim Gray asked him, you know, Canelo is an option. He was like, yeah, of course not. Why, why would he say no, right? <laughs> that's, that's, <laughs> that's the lottery, right? <laughs> um, yeah, man, of course. Obviously, naturally, like we said, we said out of anyone, obviously, out of the guys left in the 168-pound division, he's probably the one that's left in terms of the guys that are, you know, big names or top fighters. He's, he's the only one that's left in there. And he's a former champ, two-time champion, I think, in, in that weight class. So, it makes sense if Canelo's sticking around, of course. Um, but the second name was what surprised me. Uh, he's called out Jamal Charlo. Or he said, oh, if the big Charlo wants to get in the ring, he can, but he doesn't want to because he's a pussy. He called, he called Charlo a pussy. And I've been seeing these two names linked a lot recently. I don't know. Is, is there beef there or something? Is there, is there, is, is there priors, priors there? I, I don't really know. I don't I, really know. I, I'm not clued up on it if there is. But yeah, I, I keep seeing their name linked more and more together, almost out I of the guess, blue to me. Well, Charlo's been calling out Canelo. Yeah. So if you're calling out Canelo, then you're putting your name in a hat for, for that division, I really. I suppose. <laughs> yeah, I suppose. I mean... Um, and you know what? Charlo's, Charlo's a name. These guys, they, they need to be fighting names. And there's not too many names now in the US. So Charlo's always a name. So I, 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 don't, I don't know the history between them. Yeah, I, I, I don't know if there is history, but... Uh, listeners, if you're listening, you clue us, clue us up if there is history. But do you, I mean, logistically, how would that work in the sense that would it be catch weight or Charlo come up to 168? Or 
Because uh, I don't see Ben Villa's moving down. Yeah, Charlo needs to move up then. Uh, mm. I'll take it. He needs or, to move or catch up. weight, 165 or something. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. But I don't know what Charlo's plans are for unifying that division. I have no, idea if, he wants, I have no idea if he wants to unify that division. Boo Boo's been calling him up for time. None of them guys in that division are, are making. I'm looking to you, yeah, isn't it? It's a joke, <laughs> isn't it? It is. It's yeah. Um. Well, Golovkin is. <laughs> well, he's, well, he's, well he's Moran's nice a champion. He? <laughs> took him a whole year to. I don't even know what, why that took a year. <laughs> to decide the time good, it's going to be December. So I don't even know what yeah. they managed. Um. But yeah, Jaime's knocking at the door for all those guys mm-hmm. in the division. So yeah, we said it. Make your move. Yeah, <laughs> move up or. We, yeah, yeah we said it. Um, yeah. Actually, would it would it suit if, for example, Benavides and Charlo get it on, and the winner fights Canelo? That'd be quite nice, I suppose. That'd be, That's that'd be quite... I'd, rather, I'd rather see these fighters earn it. Yeah, against one of right. the rivals, I'd right. rather see them earn it. Okay. I said all roads all roads lead to Canelo. So yeah, if you're beating someone and then you're earning that shot, because you can't. I can't just be getting Canelo off the back of being a Kyron Davis and Roland Ellis, was it? Yeah, before? Ellis was one before, yeah, yeah. Like, because Canelo's on it, Canelo's getting yeah, get that, yeah. that free smoke. He's giving that free smoke. free smoke, free smoke. that free smoke, so he'll probably still do it regardless, but mm. I still feel like I want to see more from these guys because right now it's just Canelo win easy because you guys haven't faced that level yet. Yeah. If you start mixing it in with your peers mm. <laughs> then yeah I'll be happy to sit then not just jumping in with a Canelo yeah okay fair yeah we'll see we'll see how that plays out obviously it's a tall talk right now I feel like a Charlo fight would be easy to make though because PBC and it both PBC yeah so I feel like hey, that should be simple to make um, I don't see I mean unless I mean yeah it would have been great to have seen Plant Benavides at some point maybe if he wants to fight him at some point they'll be not now because obviously Canelo's right there in his front of him so I could see why he's shouting at Canelo but yeah I wouldn't be averse to seeing him fight Charlo I'd just it'd be interested to see how it will work out whether it be a catch weight or 168 um, but yeah, we'll see Charlo fight again this year when did he last fight? I don't even know let me check now that's for once this year I know for a fact he fought once this year and he fought once last year as well <laughs> and that fight he had trouble remember yep sure yeah his last fight yep June he hasn't stay, he's not stated to fight again and yeah he fought once last year as well PBC man you guys PBC, are... man the PBC <laughs> Island is horrible man it's horrible man more we'll change the fights <laughs> <laughs> you see I just get bust down chains bust down watches rings and they do a fight PBC Island is terrible man um, yeah, we'll see how that plays out in it. But yeah, nice victory for him. Expected victory for him. No shocks at least. So he can just keep winning and he'll get his shot eventually if Canelo's sticking around. Oh, he also mentioned that if Canelo moves up to 175, we'll go up there too. Chase him. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> me too. <laughs> That's a, me too. <laughs> hey, he said, yeah, he said, because I, I think they questioned if he, you know, is he interested in going up 175? Obviously, there's a route to because what belt does he have? Or what he, I think he might have like an interim belt or something. Um, Benavides. Does he have an interim belt? Or he, he had the WBC, didn't he? Yeah. At some yeah, he did. Yeah. Yeah. And that was, that was, yeah, that was put on the line in Canelo versus Calvin Smith. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. It, it's the winner, got, the winner got that. So yeah, yeah. they picked that up there. Yeah. Um, so obviously I think they mentioned would you go up to 175 to, to challenge to the WBC there which is Potobiev and he's like yeah you know he's happy to do that and obviously he said Canelo's in that division there he said he said either 168 or 175 he's happy to fight Canelo in any of these divisions 168 175 is up to Canelo so yeah I think he just yeah he wants obviously he wants a lottery so let's see if he gets it um, but yeah like you said all roads lead to Canelo you're right on that one for sure <laughs> um yeah. Um, all right. Let's preview the big fight coming up next week. Um, Terence Crawford, Sean Porter. Oof. This is this this is this is going to be a cracker. I'm so sure yeah. of it. It's going to be a cracker. Yeah. And I think this is going to be Terence Crawford's hardest fight to date. Yeah. 
and purely because of the fact that Sean, no fight is no Sean Porter fight is an easy fight. <laughs> no one's fought this guy, and it's been an easy night's work. No one. Every Sean Porter fight, you're in a war, you're in a scrap, you know you're in a fight. Um, so yeah, I, I'm anticipating this being Crawford's toughest test, but I think it's gonna be a test that he passes. But yeah, like I said, Porter's definitely gonna have his moments. It's gonna be this one's interesting for me, yeah. Shall I, shall I break it down? Because as you yeah, know, yeah, Terence Crawford has a serious chip on his shoulder, yeah. just like Errol Spence. So I'm intrigued to think how he's gonna approach this one. Because we saw what Spence did when he fought Porter. He basically said, I'm gonna fight your way and beat you using your own style, which he was able to do. I wonder if Crawford's going to think the same. He will. He's going to go there and try to stop him. He ain't going to try to box him or win by points. He's going to try to stop him. And I personally feel like that's not wise on his behalf. I think what Crawford does in terms of how he usually boxes is so good that he can stick to that. He can stick to that and potentially win. Not comfortably, but win, right? I do think fighting in that in the Crawford is going to make it a lot harder for himself. But like I said, he's got a chip on his shoulder. He likes to prove people wrong. And it's like a case of, oh, you think I can't do it this way, so I'm going to do it this way. So if he does do it in that way, it's even way make for a more exciting fight if he fights in the portal way. But I think his best chance of winning is probably to fight his normal way. As in the normal way Crawford isn't Ryan away back foot. It's yeah, still it's front foot. It's still offensive, yeah. but it's just more savvy. It's more smart. You know what I mean? We switch it yeah. in. He's using the jab. He's, he's, exactly. Try, you'll download the data at first, first couple rounds, and then start to put the put pressure on and whatnot. But yeah, we might be in a situation where we see Crawford straight head on to Crawford, into Porter and they're having a slugfest from early. And that's going to be mad. That's going to be mad. Yeah. But this is cool. If, if, He'll do what it needs. He'll do what he needs to do to win. If he needs to change it midway, he'll change it. Um, he can do that. Do that's that's to, how good yeah. he is. Yeah. He'll do what he needs to, to win. Um, mm. But it's going to be a barnstormer. I, I yeah. do. I agree with you. I think Crawford will win um, by yeah. points. I don't think he's going to stop Porter. Okay. Yeah. Um, I don't think no one stops Porter. I don't think. No. No one has. Yeah. Um, do I anticipate some knockdowns? I'd like to see some. I'd like. I to think see we'll see some knockdowns. I, I like think, so. yeah. Especially um, if, if Crawford's coming to meet him in that yeah. way, I expect to see maybe a knockdown here and there. Maybe both guys get knocked out. Yeah. That's it. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to this one. It could be, yeah, it should be a, a great fight. Obviously, like you say, Porter's no easy touch. He's never... Never, he never. Ne- look, and in fact, if Crawford's ill-prepared, he will lose. Yep. That's a fact, I promise you. If he's not prepared for this, he's going to lose because Porter is not, he's a tough night's work for everyone, especially if you're ill-prepared because yeah. we know what we're going to get with Sean Porter. Just dog from round one to round 12. He can come forward, more you, be on your chest. Close quarters, he's going to hit you with a couple of elbows and headbutts. It's going to be tough. It's a tough, it's a scrap. It's a real physical, physical scrap because he's so physical and he applies so much pressure. Like it's, it's crazy, um, his condition and just how strong he is. And he, he's going to try and, I guess, enforce his size superiority in the sense that, because he's not, I don't think in terms of height, he's as tall as him, but in terms of just like how they fight physically, he's, he fights big, Sean Porter does. Um, yeah. So we're going to see him do that. And it's just to see if Crawford can match his energy, I suppose, and match his dog, which I think he will. Um, I've always said with Porter, he is really good, but he he's very, very good and he's a top-level fighter. But when it comes to the elite boxers, yeah. they beat him. And if you are an elite boxer, you should be beating Sean Porter. I always stand by that. Kel Brook did it when Kel Brook was elite. Keith Furman did it when Keith Furman was elite. Uh, Errol Spence did it in a different way, but Errol Spence to me is elite. So he was able to come through and do it. You know, all of them close fights as well. All of them close fights, yes, all of them yeah. close fights, but clear wins for yeah, yeah. not like no, oh no yeah. there's yeah, no robberies, no, no draws here, nothing. You can clearly Spence say one people Spence one people debate. 
No, no, no. <laughs> to me, that was so under. No, I, I don't know what people were debating. I thought debate probably because what's the name? Because of the Spence one, I've even the club. Yeah, sorry. This, yeah. Yes, people do debate the first Spence one. I agree, but to me, Spence got that. I yeah. think Porter was winning the early doors, but Spence came into it, and then obviously the knockdown was well. crucial yeah. as well. The sick knockdown as well, but yeah. his reaction was the elite thing I've seen. Let's go. My man nodded. He's like, "All right, cool." He's like, "Let's go. Let's do this now." I thought, "Wow, elite!" And he was floats. He was still hurt, by the way, when he got up. He, he his legs weren't there, but yeah. he was just scrapping. <laughs> he was angry. He was more angry at himself. Yeah, he was pissed. He was hella pissed with himself because he got caught. Yeah, and Spence caught him nicely as well. The uppercut. Um, yeah, the Spence one was yeah debated, but to me, clear Spence win. Um, so yeah. Um. If you're an elite boxer, which Terence Crawford is, you should be beating Sean Porter. And that's why I thought Terence is going to win. Um, this is, I, is, this, but, is this Sean Porter's last big fight? Last time? Yeah, I was literally going to say that if he loses this, because he's always been in that discussion as the top waterweight, isn't it? Always within, like you talk about the big names in the waterweight division, Sean Porter will always be there and the guys are contenders. I don't want to say he's finished, but I, I don't think you can look at him as a serious, as a serious, serious, serious guy in that division. Still a serious guy, don't get me wrong, and still someone that can beat, a, he can beat up and coming guys and whatnot. But he loses this, I think they should be looking to feed him to like the likes of Geronimus or Virgil Ortiz. <laughs> no one. I'll tell you what they're going to do if he loses. Because mm. when he has lost, he's always bounced back with a big win almost. He lost to Kel Brook. He beat Adrian Broner. Yeah. Um, he lost to Keith Furman. He beat Danny Garcia. Mm. What he can look to is maybe running it back with a Keith, Keith Furman. And but, but, but the wash, yeah? <laughs> if he loses and he goes in there with Keith Furman, wins that, and then maybe has a rematch with Spence or Ugas, because the Ugas one is still debated. Yeah. That could be his route back into the mix. Yeah, he's, he's always got to come back in him. So I mean, he he, is, he, he ain't touching yeah. any of these young bucks, any of these killers. <laughs> oh, because he knows. Yeah, oh, obviously, of obviously, we saw the, the Ennis reaction. Of course, yeah, <laughs> but I said no, no interviews today. <laughs> nah. <laughs> nah, 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 no reaction. <laughs> um, I'll be surprised if he decides. Okay, if he loses and he decides, okay, Virgil Ortiz see me, uh, Boots see me. I'll be very surprised. Mm. I, I'm more expecting him to jump in with Kavir uh, Luskas then maybe run it back with Furman or run it back with Ugas yeah. something like that um, and that could be his route way back into the mix but we'll see yeah I, I don't want to say it's his last chance to loom because he doesn't seem finished to me he's still yeah. strong he's still good but it's just always been, it's always been that hurdle of, with Sean Porter that the elite of the, he's just not that elite in terms of like yeah and it got to him because remember that time when they tried to say that, yes, he can box. And there was a time when he was attempting to box and not do his usual morning stuff. Yeah. There was one or two fights where, was it his fight against Granados or something, where he, he was trying to box behind the jab and blah, blah. And he was he won, but it was like, it wasn't the oh, same. Oh, yeah, I remember. Remember, yeah. remember. Like, yeah. Kenny, was ad- is that Kenny was adamant that, nah, Sean's a really good boxer and stuff, and he outboxes guys in the gym all the time. Mm. He doesn't just do this because everyone called, obviously, he's a mauler and whatnot. He fought like that. He just, it was just a bit underwhelming. And then yeah. he, went, he went back to his, his usual brawling style, which has worked from all this time. So, but there's just that little bit missing with Sean Porter for me, like that puts him in that elite, elite level as these other guys. Yeah. He's still a damn good fighter, man. If he wins, he's back in, he's definitely in the mix. Yeah, if he of loses, course. It depends I, on how he loses. If yeah. he gets knocked out, then boy. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't think he'll be, I don't think he'll be knocked out because he doesn't get knocked out. Obviously, I don't think he's faded like that. Obviously, yes, anyone's time can come, but mm. I, I still feel like he's strong. So I don't expect to participate in getting. I still think, like I said, I still think he'd be quite close. But yeah, I just think there's a lot Corp- to look at. Crawford's got too to many tools. Crawford's just got too many tools, man. Yeah, definitely. Um, but I wanted to say, do you think Sp- um, Port still has that hunger? He's a podcaster now, he's a commentator now. <laughs> we, we saw him in the studio. I was saying that what I keep seeing Porter and all the like every boxing, every PBC or whatever show that I've seen, Porter's there. Yeah. I've in the commentary or in the crowd. I'm it's thinking, buddy, up. you've got the biggest fight of your life right now. Why aren't you trade like am I meant to be seeing you right now? Yeah, I mean, you could be right, man. He, 
You could be right. It's a good shot. We'll, we'll find out because he only fought once last year against uh, uh, Miller. Yeah. It, even that was quite underwhelming. Yeah, well, it, it was it was an easy fight. We thought he would stop him. He didn't stop him. They went to 4-12. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah. And Conor Ben was very gassed in saying that he beat Formella better than <laughs> yeah, Sean Paul yeah. did. Yeah. Um, I don't know. We'll see if he still has that hunger in him. He's always been a model professional, so yeah. I don't want to doubt, doubt him on that. Oh, no, I have not seen that. Yeah, yeah. It's, he's, yeah he's someone that's... Yeah, I don't see... You don't see him, you, you don't see him doing a broner, like drinking and whatnot and yeah. partying and whatever. He seems very, like, focused and whatnot. And he has said as well that... Because obviously we, we spoke to him on Clubhouse, didn't we? And yeah. we asked him, like, Obviously, you've been in the Waterweight division for, for a long time. Don't you see yourself moving up or anything? He said he was pretty adamant in saying he thinks he's going to finish his career in his mm. division. He's not going to move up or anything. He wants to stay in his, this is where he should be. So I just feel like it's getting that when his window is closing, basically, because obviously now he would have fought Spence and now Crawford. If he loses to Crawford, that's two of the guys that he's lost to. Ugas. He probably can beat, and they gave him a decision over Ugas, which was very contentious. A lot of people thought that mm-hmm. Ugas won that fight. And then we've got some demons coming up in Virgil Ortiz and Jerome Ennis. So it's like, where is this place right now? You got what I'm saying? His window, kind of, I think he's kind of closing this division, man. Yeah, I was just, I was worried this guy's been doing these podcasts regularly. <laughs> but bro, you should be locked away in training. Like, yeah. This is your, arguably your toughest fight. Yeah. Yeah, oh, argue your biggest um, in yeah. terms of the stakes right now for him yeah. as well. Yeah, so, man, bro, you should have been shut away, not put away. Podcast should have been to be put away. Be yeah, but I will um, say this though, um, enough that is still on the cards for this because Porter can yeah. beat Crawford. He can. Yeah. Um, I just feel like it's more Port, more Crawford having an off night, and maybe not taking him seriously enough. Not so much his brilliance. Um, that will help Paul win this one. So yeah, not say it is on the cards, but I, yeah, I'll stick my neck out and say yeah. But somebody sticking my neck out, I just feel like Crawford is just too good. I rate Crawford that much, and yeah, to me, it's a call for W. UD, no stoppage. I don't see Porter getting stopped. Obviously, if Crawford stops Porter, that is a crazy statement. Crazy, crazy. He'll be statement. going for it. He'll hundred percent be going. <laughs> and yeah, chip, chip on his shoulder, boy. He might do. If he does, that's a nuts statement. Because Crawford's never, I mean, Porter's never been stopped, to my yeah. knowledge, anyways. Yeah, I think UD as well. I think UD turns Crawford. If there was to be a stoppage, it'll be a late stoppage. Yeah. I feel like um, early, early couple rounds, it might be Porter taking them. Yeah. But as we've seen in pretty much a lot of Crawford's fights, middle put downloads the middle portion towards the end. That's when he really ramps up the pressure and does his thing. So yeah, early rounds, Porter from the middle rounds to the um the final rounds, that's when Crawford's really in his bag and he just yeah. does, does, does his thing. Uh, yeah, I definitely feel Porter would take some rounds. Definitely take some rounds as well. Facts, It'll be a close facts, fight. Facts. Yeah. Be, yeah. Um, got, got to give it to Crawford. Cool. We're in agreement there. I'm looking forward to it though. It's gonna be a barnstormer, man. I really Porter's not in he's always an exciting fight. And so is Crawford, to be fair. Yeah. Craw- Crawford's been in a hell of exciting fights recently, so yeah, man, I'm really, really looking forward to it. It's a nice little... Obviously, you know my grouch side of the division. I think that, that division's annoying me. It's annoying me for time. Because um, these lot don't want to fight each other. But this is probably the next... This is what the best we're going to get, really, at this point. So, Because Crawford Spence isn't happening anytime soon. Probably, probably won't even ever happen. Um, yeah. Hopefully, Ugas can get in the mix with some unifications. I feel like Ugas is someone that doesn't duck and will be up for fighting unifications or whatnot. So... Um, yeah. I mean, I see Spence, you guys happening pretty easily, to be fair, both PBC. Yeah. And obviously, Spence was meant to fight for the WBA title, winning. So, um, yeah, I think at some point, I don't know, I can't remember, but yeah, that, that'll probably happen sooner than Spence Crawford. So, yeah. These men are all old as well. You, you got to remember. That's yeah, what time is ticking, man. Time is ticking. It really yeah, is. Crawford, he needs to. Yeah. He's like 34, 35, isn't he, Terrence? Yeah. He's not young. Same with Porter. Yeah. Um, they've, been, they've been around for time. But yeah, we'll, we'll see how that Spence one goes. the youngest out of the champions. Yeah. <laughs> but still, yeah. He's still he's 31. Yeah. Yeah. See, I think Ugas is probably the oldest, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. 
He's Cuban, so don't nobody know his real age. <laughs> Legendary. <laughs> I didn't find their pants in your system. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Uh, Hopefully all these guys mix it in. And- yeah, Ugas 35, Spence 31, Terrence 34. Oh, yeah. Terrence is getting on, man. He needs Terence needs a big big fight before he goes, man. Because yeah. arguably hasn't had a big big fight yet. This is the biggest. Still still been undisputed. Yeah. <laughs> so oh yeah. I've got been what achievement, but surely before he goes crowning glory, he's got to have a fight. Obviously, that's why he wanted the Pacquiao fight so much. Yeah. Obviously, that's not happened no more. Um, so yeah, he needs a big, big fight, man. He needs a big payday. Obviously, I don't feel like he's been paid what he should have been paid. Well, he made it clear that you know the money isn't really. And obviously his contract situation with top rank is not too happy. So yeah, man. Spence is a big payday, man. He's he's I'm not going mean, Crawford. He needs a big payday, man, for sure. All right. We can round up there. Actually, just before just before uh we round up, did you peep um John Skipper's comments about the zone being a failure in the US? No, I didn't see that. What did he say? Okay. No, it's a random one, but um, yeah, he basically he's, he's said the- that. He, I think he's a yeah, I think he's a zone it? chief, the head honcho of yeah. the zone sports or whatever. And he then she said that, yeah, the zone the this just hasn't been hasn't banged in the USA like it should have, or we expected it to. Um yeah. obviously, because they they led with the US, they led they came into US market leading with boxing, don't forget. Yeah. And I think obviously the plan was because I think obviously the zone fancied themselves as like massive competitors to say ESPN and the other sports shows. So it would start with boxing. And then branch into the other sports, such as obviously NFL and baseball and them things there, right? But yeah, I think Skipper essentially said it hasn't gone to plan. It hasn't, you know, it hasn't, it's been a bit of a failure. Um, it was very interesting because I remember how we spoke about Eddie Hearn's USA Revolution sort of not banging as what he would have hoped. Um, so yeah, just interesting comments I saw. And obviously Hearn was saying that from the subscriber point of view and whatnot, it has been a success and he's made a lot of money, et cetera. But it's just more the fact that it hasn't gone to plan in terms of leading with boxing first and then branching to other sports, such as the major American sports. And perhaps they should have refought it and gone with the major sports first before going in with boxing. But I was like, yeah, no, from my point of view and from Matrium USA, it's, it's done really well. But <laughs> He has to be bullish to it. He, he will always <laughs> say that. Home will never say that, but... We highlighted it that on this pod about just how some of his signings have underwhelmed, and it's yeah he's found he's found the American market tough. Obviously, the serious barriers to entry. The other top of big American promoters probably don't like Eddie because he's yeah. obviously a disruptive they sort of influence. Man. Yeah, one hundred percent. Because remember, he was he was throwing fat offers to all these fighters, the PBC lot, the top rank lot, and mm. yeah, um, was he even Bob Aaron? Very, you know, back and forth, and I, I don't. I'm, I'm assuming Al Heyman is not a fan of Eddie as well. Obviously, naturally, when someone's coming to disrupt, you're not going to be a fan of him. So, yeah, it just it hasn't gone as swimmingly as he, as he would have hoped for sure. I can clearly, we can clearly see that. But it's not something you should give up on. Obviously, that you keep going with it. And the zone as a platform is still doing well, from what they're I can still, tell. So they've, they've got the two cash cows. Yeah, exactly. So it's not all bad news in that sense. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think surely, I mean, they would have anticipated, especially Hearn. The US market is tough, man. It's very, very tough. It's always going to be tough. But yeah, man, keep at it and you will get, he will get the guys. <laughs> mm. Yeah, that's why I was, yeah, randomly thought I'd throw that in there. Yeah, we'll see. Obviously, apparently they're looking to bring in pay-per-view as well, but we'll yep, see what happens. Exactly, there. Yeah, their model might be changing. Yeah, we'll see. Just we'll for see. select fights, but yeah. Overall, the actual concept of it is still pretty good. And yeah. streaming probably, obviously, as we know, the American pay-per-view price is a joke thing. What, $80, pay-per-views? And it's, it's crazy. Like, obviously, now they've got another one next week with Crawford Spencer. Yeah. Not Crawford's poor. <laughs> but, um, yeah. We'll see how it plays out anyways. But, yeah. Great episode. Let's leave it there. Mm-hmm. Episode 64, Strategies in Podcasts. Once again, I've been your boy Cam. I've been boy Flows. And please make sure you check us out on all the streaming platforms. Link in our bio on Twitter and Instagram. Peace.